much has happened in the last 60 days. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm not the same human. And because of that, as we are doing the work on ourselves and as we're moving through the times and the, the things that shift us, we have to understand that in these moments, we are being cultivated for our calling. And that's why we have to lean in. So many people have like a hard time, a hard moment. They don't know how the thing's gonna work out. They don't know how they can make it happen, how it could go back to feeling stable again. And they're like, it must not be for me. It's not in the cards for me, let me give up. But what I found is that in these moments, we are actually being strengthened to be the container to hold exactly what we're asking for. But we have to be willing, we have to be willing. This is Nicole Sylvester, and you are now listening to Miracle Minded, the podcast, a space for feminine leadership, embodied business, and money as a spiritual practice. This is a safe space to celebrate your bigness, your magnificence, and your mission. Prepare to be expanded. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Okay, I'm laughing at myself in my car. I'm doing this in my car with a little mic. So let me just tell you how... You don't need all the fancy equipment. I mean, by all means, you can and do that if it calls to you. I actually have microphones that are in my office that are hidden in the closet. But I have this little baby mic that I bought off of Amazon a while back. And because of my lifestyle, because I like to just be on the go and I like to travel and I do all these things, I wanted a little mic that I could just hook up to my phone at any given time. So here we are. And I'm laughing in my car. It's actually 1.11 p.m., I'm noticing. I was just walking in one of my favorite little parks. It has this hidden, well, it's not really hidden, but it's super low-key, dirt path along the back end of it. And it feels, like, really good. It feels really safe. There's all this beautiful, like, foliage and flowers. And I go over there and I take off my shoes. And there's a little bit of rocks. Sometimes there's even a little bit of, like, moist dirt not quite mud but it's moist and I just walk through all of it and I feel like I'm just recharging I'm being held by the earth and to me it just feels really good you know I live on the water and you know I can walk to the beach from my place but for whatever reason sometimes the beach just feels like there's a lot going on down there and I get my cravings of wanting to be around the trees and the dirt and really I'm a fan of all of the above But anyway, so I'm back. Before I go upstairs, my dogs are there. They're going to be jumping at me and doing all the things. My daughter's upstairs. I was like, let me drop in with my miracle-minded community. First, I want to let you know that today I have a part one. It's a recording I recently created, a masterclass. And I introduced what I call the personal power codes of self-led women. This was a masterclass called Undeniable. And it wasn't meant to be a part one. It was just one download that was coming through that I wanted to share. After I shared what was coming through, I continued on with my day. I had coaching sessions. I had plans. And I did all the things and it kept coming like new things I wanted to say. More that needed to be said. So then I realized I must have a part two. And that's just the way these things go. I just allow whatever needs to come through to come through. So that's going to be held in the same group Thursday, July 21st, and I will share the replay here on the podcast. So my friends, the thing I want to share with you is that there's just this surge of energy that's moving through me. It feels big. It feels exciting. It feels like a wave and it feels like it's not just for me. It's for us. It's moving through me and it's asking me to do different things and to try new things and to invite you all in for new ways of co-creating. We're literally co-creating. And there's so much that's available right here to you. There's so many ways that I like to play with this. And when I'm working with my clients, I love to play in these possibilities. But what I want to invite you to do is to feel into this and just feel if you're meant to be a part of it because there's a lot that's going on. I'm about to go upstairs right now. I'm going to email my community. So if you're not a part of my email community, you can go over to my Instagram link tree. You can go out into the show notes and just get in, be a part of something, sign up for any of the things. You can sign up for any of the free things, whether it's the Undeniable Masterclass, which you'll get access to the part two, but you'll also be added into my list. 
You can even just email us at Nicole at NicoleSylvester.com or support at NicoleSylvester.com and my team will link you in and get you into all the things. The thing about being on the email community is that you get special invitations at special kinds of creations that I'm creating. And what's happening with this big wave of energy is it's asking me to serve in ways that I might not normally serve, to create offers that I might not normally offer. This big energy is allowing me to play and to tap into this merchant energy that we talk about in my program, The Well-Paid Woman, where we just get to have fun with it. Like, what fun am I being asked to offer? And how can I make this so fun for not only me, but for the woman that's on the other side, typing in her her card information, typing in her thing, celebrating that moment, popping a champagne, popping a kombucha, getting with her kids and celebrating that her life is about to change. Like, that's what this is about. This is the things that we do. I watch my clients do this all the time. They're like, celebrating. I'm taking my kids out for ice cream where they're like, me and my partner are going out. We're celebrating. Like, we just made, I just made this big decision. This work is so meaningful and these things really matter. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to know about these special offers, these these offers that are going out to your community, I want to be a part of this. I want to just find out. Like, you know, you may find out that they're actually not for you, but you may find out that like, wow, that is really speaking to my soul. So you can send me a DM. My team or I will respond. You can send me an email. Same thing. My team or myself will respond. And the things I really am just so excited about this month are, of course, Soul Authority, which you're going to hear about in this program. Soul Authority is unlocking the eight personal power codes of self-led women. These are the things that literally just like zap the guilt and the shame that you've been carrying consciously and unconsciously, the feelings of sacrifice, the feelings of like having this entanglement and enmeshment with other people's opinions, other people's projections of you, other people's needs from you, and really allowing yourself to live in a way that feels liberated, nourished, and like I am here to be a powerful presence on this planet. And where the people in your world are like orbiting around you because they're like, you are You are powerful and I recognize your sovereignty. I recognize that about you. This is important that we also demonstrate this with our children because our children deserve to demonstrate this to people in their lives as well. So you'll hear a little bit more about that on this replay that you're going to hear. Listen in, feel into these codes. Let me know which one is the one that is calling you in to do deeper work with. And if you're like many of us, it's more than one. But there's going to be one that you're like, hmm, This is one that really has been calling me in, really has been inviting me to give deeper attention to it. I want you to understand that we think that the strategy is going to unlock something in business. We think that, oh, if we just got the ads person, if we just got the better website, if we just had the new photography, all of these things are fun and they are extras. They're extras. And when I say they're extras, it's because they're not going to make or break your business. I know women that because they had the means, they came hard into their business by, they they just, they had the money, so they just bought the $7,000 website. They bought the $5,000 photo shoot. They invested in the $20,000 ads person. But they didn't have the belief in themselves. And if you do not have the belief in yourselves, None of those things are going to take you to where you desire to go. Like you have to have that belief. You have to be sold on your magic. You have to be sold on it. And what I found is that there's ways that we are disconnected from our magic because there's some energetic interference. And it's not that we have to get our magic back. The magic is here. It's unlocking and accessing, remembering remembering. And if there was anything that I would like, if I had to take my work that I do with women and decide like, okay, it's only going to be described in one sentence, that would be it. And we can use magic and divinity interchangeably. So it's time to remember your magic in a way that you've perhaps never seen it before. How about that? Let's open up to that. Let's set the intention for that. Enjoy this, and on the other side, 
You can go down into the show notes and get the information for all the things you're looking for. And if you have any questions, of course, you know where to find me. You know where to reach my team. That's also down in the show notes. All right, my friends, enjoy this. And if it speaks to you, share it with someone you love. These personal power codes of self-led women. What I realized is there's an energy to the woman that actually is leading herself. And I know that I've been self-led for a long time. The women I'm working with, they become more and more and more and more self-led. Where when I started my career, I didn't necessarily desire to work with self-led women. I was working with women that actually like needed me. They're like, I need to invest in you and I need you to help me and I need this to work. Like I need it. There was this need and then it evolved. So I'm like, actually, I wanna work with women and I, I desire only to work with women that don't need me. They are like self-sufficient, amazing, incredible women. They are doing the thing. These humans like know some things, but they know they're activated when they're surrounded by other women, when they're not alone. They're activated when they're in a space of like, I don't have to do this on my own. I get to walk with you. That's like the magic. So the codes that I'm gonna share with you, do I feel like every woman needs them? Freaking absolutely. When I share them with you, you're gonna be like, yeah, like we could all need them. But I'm really not sharing this for the women that need them. This is a conversation for the women that absolutely desire to walk differently through life. Like absolutely know that it is a calling on their heart that they are breaking chains of communication, the way they've communicated with people, the way that people communicate with them the way they communicate with themselves. These humans that are going to be like, yes, this is the conversation for me. They're people that have been praying about this, that have been noticing patterns in their life, patterns in their relationships, patterns in the way they do business, patterns in the way that they work with money. And they're like, there's something that just feels like I'm not quite doing the thing here. And I want to invite you to just play with this. Like, are you someone that's like, yeah, I need that. I could benefit from that. Are you like, I absolutely desire it. There's a different energy. And even the energy of a woman that's self-led is like, she's moving through life based on desire. It's not in this, I need survival energy. It's like desire. That speaks to me. There's something about this that is mm, talking to me. It's inviting me in. And where the self-led woman is invited, she goes, she explores, she deepens into it. She doesn't understand why necessarily. I'm gonna share the codes. And as I introduce these codes, I want you to know like, this has been coming through me for maybe two years, but just like little blips. And I feel like finally, I'm the woman that delivers them. If I would have delivered these two years ago, Last year, six months ago, it would have been a different me. So much has happened. So much has happened in the last 60 days. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not the same human. And because of that, as we are doing the work on ourselves and as we're moving through the times and the, the things that shift us, we have to understand that in these moments, we are being cultivated for our calling. We're being cultivated for it. And that's why we have to lean in. So many people have like a hard time, a hard moment. They don't know how the thing's gonna work out. They don't know how they can make it happen, how it could go back to feeling stable again. And they're like, it must not be for me. It's not in the cards for me, let me give up. But what I found is that in these moments, we are actually being strengthened to be the container to hold exactly what we're asking for. But we have to be willing, we have to be willing. So many people are just asking. And this is where the self-led part comes in. They're like, I'm asking for the thing. I'm praying about the thing. I bought the manifestation course about the thing. But when it comes to being the version of you that can hold it, the emotional intelligence that can navigate that, the energy that can maintain that, this is so important. This is so important. The reason why I am speaking of these things and it's just like all my heart and I know that I've been called to teach about this is because everything you're gonna hear on these codes, I was like the opposite. 
<laughs> I was the person that did not understand how on earth women could hold this power. When I saw women standing firm in a no, I'm like, how? How are you saying no and not like shriveling in guilt? How are you saying yes to that and not shrinking from fear? When I saw women living in certain ways that demonstrated incredible power, just demanding certain amounts of money for their time, how? How do you charge that much? How do you show up for that much? How do you live in a place like that? How do you shop in a place like that? How do you do this? How do you not let the, the toxicity of family dynamics bring you down? I was watching, I was like, how, 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 how? <laughs> and then I was invited into my own initiation over the course of the last 11 years. It's been 11 years I've been doing this work. And then about five years into that, I'm trying to think I'm doing the math here, maybe like four and a half, five years into that, I had the call from this intelligence to share my story, help women and everything would be taken care of, so I was promised. But that didn't mean it was going to be easy. I had to go through my own yeses and nos. I had to go through my own path. And along this path, because I said yes to the things that scared the hell out of me, because I decided I was going to trust the voice of expansion, that I was gonna lean into faith and find out what I was really made of, I was shape-shifted into the woman I am today. And I'm still in the space of like, I'm available to be shape-shifted. Because I know that each and every one of us is a demonstration for other people watching. And it's about our children, it's about our descendants, about our ancestors, it's about all of this, but it's about all of us. We're all connected. There's women that I've never seen in the flesh, that I've never connected with. There's people that aren't even alive, that I read their books, I listen to their audios, they change my life. There's people that I bought their programs, I buy their courses, I'll never probably know them. Some of them, they're like way older. Some of them, I, I don't know. They're just not in my world, yet they're so in my world. They've changed me. This is the power we hold for each other, and that's what I really want you to understand as I'm sharing some of this with you, because the reason why we're here doing this, and the reason why a lot of you are here, signing up to listen to this, is because there's a part of you that just knows there's more for you to unleash. There's more for you to unlock. And as we're moving through life, sometimes we have these weights. You know, there's that like analogy that people give to wives, ball and chain, it's so icky. But I feel like our life lessons can feel like that sometimes. Our karma, the patterns that have been bestowed upon us that we haven't been aware of or haven't been willing to break free from. They can feel like we're walking through life with these just like balls and chains of like, why is it making life feel so hard? Why is there so much struggle? Why do I not get to like have this level of care and intimacy with people? Why do I not get to have this level of depth? Why do I feel like there's so much chaos? Why do I feel like there's so much problems? Why? And it can feel like it's external. Have you all ever felt that? But what I want to let you know, it's actually you are the sun. You are what everything is orbiting around. And unless you make the fundamental shifts, the fundamental change, the things that fundamentally change the fabric of who you are, like these codes I'm about to share, things continue to orbit that way. Because it's your, really, it's your attractor field. But it's you. You are the, the first calls, you are it. Now, I don't say this to make you upset, I say this to liberate you and invite you into a deeper way of navigating all of this, to seeing that you are the lock and the key. You are the lock and the key, you hold the codes. And if we know that we hold the codes, we move through life differently. The codes, boundaries. So many people think boundaries are just yes and no. But we have to understand that Boundaries are multidimensional in that when you begin to unlock the layers and understand the like, I always say like there's a texture to them. There's a texture. If you understand the texture of them, you could tell when people are crossing different levels of your boundaries. So it's boundaries, but it's multidimensional boundaries. So understand that there's like, you start to become so aware 
that you feel, you feel so many things. So I always tell people I'm very, very connected to the energy of consent. And I, I need things to be in my like energy of consent. Like I need to know, like, am I consenting to this? And I have a hyper awareness of that, maybe because I'm sexual abuse survivor, but also I understand when someone is crossing a no or when I don't have the freedoms to allow my no. But so many women are afraid, so many humans in general, but definitely women are afraid of really harnessing the no. The no can change things. So there's different dimensions to this. There's energy, there's time, there's physical, there's spatial, like there's so many levels and layers and dimensions to our boundaries. So that's the first code. So the second one is life's mystery, the art of letting go. This is like, I, like when I say this, there's like a gang of women that show up in my mind because they're working on this. And when they get this and as they're unlocking this code, right, they're like there with the lock and they're just like, they're working it. When they get it, they free up so much space because what we have to understand is that there's an aspect of you that is in resonance with certain things. You're in resonance with certain people, certain conversations, you have certain tolerance for things. And as you shift that first code, multidimensional boundaries, then you start shifting and trusting life's mystery. You let go. And when you let go, truly, it's like hands open. When you open the hands to let go, what happens? Something comes in. You make space for what's new. You make space for all that you're meant to be. But the thing is, and this is the way that we've been raised, is like we've been raised on this outdated, expired version of American dream for, in a time where there was no internet, in a time where you know, there wasn't phones where we could just look at people and call them and have FaceTime. There was like not an ability to connect with people that were far off unless we really were just like leaving. I'm talking about your mother, perhaps definitely her mother and so on. In this time and space, we get to redefine who we are all the time. We get to choose more than we've ever had the ability to choose, or maybe more than we've ever been aware. And when we're holding on to the things because we don't want to let go, maybe because of them, maybe because of you, maybe because your heart just can't stop obsessing over the things. There's this energy of settling. There's an energy of not truly allowing life's way. This is like a big wrench in the whole situation. Do y'all sense this? This was big on my path. And this one, I think out of, out of all of them, dare I say, one of the most important. So when we do this though, we unleash a whole new level of expression, but we'll never know unless we really master that and allow that to happen. Sarah, thank you for putting these. I love it. So next is the void, really allowing the void. The void is also a mystery, but the void works with life's mystery. They're, they work together. You work with both together. The void is any time when we're transitioning, the in-between, the energy that's there. The thing about self-led women is they understand the void. They get better and better at showing up fully in the void. Fully looks different than when you're in a juicy season of being out of the void. Absolutely. But there's a thing with women when they're not quite self-led yet, they totally like turn everything to shit and allow, allow life to fall apart and they go totally into the fear stream of consciousness when the void is there and it just throws off the momentum of all the magic they've been creating. When a woman knows how to dance in the void, to thrive in the void, to be in the void and knowing that she is the void, like you are the void, it's okay. It's part of the process. When you get this, you don't let everything go to, go to crap. You don't let everything just go to the place where you're like saying certain things to yourself, being certain things, like you just hold. It's like a, a person that is driving a ship, like you know you're going to shore. So how are you gonna be? Or you just throw yourself and all the things that matter off the deck. No. 
so that their code is the void. The next one is deepening discernment. This one's so tricky, and this one I really needed to know this year because I threw myself into situations that really shattered my ceiling and that threw me into the fire of like, what's going to happen? We are not comfortable. We are doing things we've never done. Let's see what happens. I have no one to look for in my immediate circle. Like, how did they do it? So there was a lot of identity things. And what I've learned, and I touched on this a little bit in Mid-Year Revelation, I touched on this in a podcast about self-sabotage where I talked about discernment. What I've learned is that as a spiritual woman and as a woman that is deeply guided by my intuition, I found that my unconscious patterns and intuition had a similar feeling. They had a similar feeling and I could see where there were times where I was caught up in an unconscious pattern of fear into familiar territory. And I thought it was intuition. And I followed it where it took me. And you know where it took me? To what I call the ditch in media revelation for anybody that did that. It's these unconscious places where we just aren't, it's not going well. And we just stay there. And it could be a place where some people set up shop. Like there's literally people where their business didn't work. They found themselves in a ditch. And in this place, They've given up. They've given up. They shop at Walmart maybe all the time, even though they've been dying to shop at Gucci. <laughs> they've been, they have given up. They live in a city that maybe they complain about every day. They might watch other people's Instagrams, but they've given up on them getting out of there, even though it was their dream to live somewhere else. There's people that one thing didn't work. They found themselves over there and they're like, well, the thing I need you to understand, and this is not my knowing, it's not something I created, it's something you've heard probably so many times, that when it comes to success, it's 80% psychology, 80%. And if we don't have the discernment, we are just giving up. We are aiming too low. We are allowing, and this is not only success in life, this is success in relationships. There's so many people that are like, I don't want to let go of this one. If I let go of this one, what if they find someone else and they're happier over there? What if they're happier? Well, isn't that great? Shouldn't they be happier? And what about you? Shouldn't you be happier? Like, can we have some trust here? But you have to have the discernment. You have to have the discernment. If you don't have the discernment, you're, you're holding on to everything, everything, everyone, every plan because you think that there's not more available. And you're listening to your fear and thinking it's your intuition. My intuition told me to just, to just stop. My intuition told me just don't even do this anymore. My intuition told me, but meanwhile, you're like guiding yourself back to a state of suffering. One thing I've learned and know about intuition, it's not gonna keep guiding you back to suffering. It's, it's guiding you to a state of expansion, a fuller expression to good. But if you do not have the free will, the courage, the wherewithal to say, I deserve to be over there, you will not go. <laughs> you will not go. But my point of this is the discernment has to be like, oh, it's guiding me to go somewhere that is scary. Can I go? Do I have the spiritual stamina to go where I'm being guided? versus listening and thinking that the familiar that's trying to take you somewhere is your intuition. And you're like, but intuition told me. Spirit told me to stay over here, even though I don't have money for the things that are going to allow me to live in a most beautiful life. Spirit wants you to be abundant. Your soul wants you to be abundant. Your soul is abundant. So that's that. The other level of discernment that I want to play with and that I'm going to be playing with more as I share on these codes more is to the discernment of knowing that you have a human that's here and there's this container, this vessel that you are in this lifetime, but there's more of you. And can you discern from whether you are operating from what the human says based on human experiences or the soul says based on soul nature? It's different. Do y'all sense that difference already? 
So the next one is pulling the victim thread. Think about like a little ball of yarn, you know, like one of those balls of yarn. I don't know, I guess it's even a cartoon that comes to mind when I think of this, but it's like the little cat that just pulls on it and it just pulls and the yarn just goes until it's just one long string. Pulling the victim thread is like knowing where you have a knot. There's these knots, there's these balls of just stories of why things aren't working for you, why it doesn't work for you, why you can't charge that much, why you don't have money yet, why, why the clients don't seem to come to you, why people can't afford your thing, why your husband keeps talking to you like that, why your husband doesn't do the things for you, why you keep attracting those kind of people, why your friends are like this, why you have these trust issues, why, 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 why me? And there's these energies where we are still operating in victim consciousness and I know the word even victim can be triggering it's like people get so upset about it but we have to know we have to know where we're being how we're being where we're going and what it's leading us to and when it comes to victim consciousness there's ways in which we still wholeheartedly believe that life is happening to us and we create meanings, we create stories, we create realities, and it has an energetic match. It just is what it is. And we have to be willing enough to love ourselves so deeply that we're willing to pull the thread and to really fine tooth comb this and to also be witnessed in this. This is something so big, especially when it comes to having a mentor of like, do you see that you're speaking this way? And if you look at the mass majority of humans on this planet, you will not think that you're doing it because the mass majority of people on this planet are living in blame, victim. It's happening to me. Look what the government is doing. Look what this person is doing to me. Look what the hater on the internet is doing to me. Look at what happened. And we don't really deep dive and take full responsibility and not to blame ourselves, but to take our power back. And to realize, like, I am so powerful. I am the lock and the key. I get to change this. And it's like this level of awakening that happens when we're willing to say, actually, I haven't been fully showing up. Actually, I've been believing it's this person's fault. Actually, I'm blaming my kids. I'm blaming my husband. I'm blaming my ex-wife. I'm blaming everybody. When it's you. Like, we are the reason why people do certain things and we're the reason why we engage in certain things. Every time we respond to someone, every time we open up a DM, every time we respond to their text, every time we bicker back with someone, every time we just allow someone's bullshit into our field, like really allow it in, we've engaged energetically. That's a skill. It's also something that can change. And the woman that is truly in her authority is like less and less and less and less available for that. Less available for that. And you become clearer and clearer and clearer over time. Like that can't be anymore. And this is a issue where you start looking at your tolerance and asking like, what have I been tolerating? And what have I been tolerating about myself? Have I been tolerating? The, the I don't have money story? Have I been tolerating I'm not going to have enough story? Have I been tolerating I can't have that because story? Or are you actually having the discernment back to the code before that you see yourself as the actual soul and making decisions from the soul? It's freaky. That's why a lot of people don't live this way, but a lot of more people are beginning to live this way because we're beginning to see the evidence of it. So pulling the victim thread. So the next one one of my favorite former flavors of suffering and it's one of my biggest breakthroughs had been moving from self-abandonment to self-honoring when women come into my world we start to see the way that they're abandoning themselves abandoning what they truly desire abandoning what they really feel abandoning what they really need 
abandoning what really would activate them, abandoning what really makes them feel supported and nourished. And sometimes they don't even have any clue that it's been going on. It's been going on for decades. It's just who they've been. It's who their mother's been. It's who their father's been. It's who like they have been as they move through the world. This comes down to like how we price things. When I, I teach a lot about business, but what I want you all to understand is what I'm teaching right now, what I'm, I'm not even teaching, I'm introducing. This is just an introduction. But what I'm introducing here, this is the foundation of my work. When I came into this world, doing this work, I didn't have any money. But what I did have was a level of inner authority because I had made some radical changes in my life. And I took myself from a place that was radically sucky to a place that was like, mm, not anymore. I'm not anymore from you, but not anymore from me. I'm not allowing this anymore. I'm unavailable for this bullshit from you and from me. Standards are raising and they did. And that was the embodiment that I lived. The money hadn't caught up yet, but this is what I taught. And over the years, I've kind of moved away from it because I love teaching women about business and about living in this expression of your genius. And I love women to get financially free to where you're not like, do I have to ask my husband for this? Do I have to argue with someone about this? Do I have to feel like I have to put this $500 thing on my vision board? Do I feel like I don't have $1,000 to put on, like down for this thing that really excites me? I'm ready for women to get over that. But I'm almost ready for that conversation. Like I'm evolving from that conversation. Like we're evolving from that conversation in my community because it's time for a bigger conversation. And when it comes to self-honoring, that's part of that. Part of that is like not even available for the smallness anymore. Not because I'm gonna put myself down, but because I understand that I'm the lock and the key. And we're just gonna rise up here. We're gonna rise up here. We're gonna raise the aim. We're gonna raise the conversation. We're gonna raise the energy. We're just not available for this anymore. This changed things big time in my life. But there's so many ways that we abandon and even in how we're showing up with our gifts, how we're showing up with our work, how we're showing up with our rates, how we're showing up at our career, how we're showing up with our partners, how we're showing up with our children. We're not here to sacrifice and to live a life of like, I have the badge of sacrifice right here. No, we are here to live in this beautiful relationship of like, receive and express, receive and express. It's our breath is demonstration of that. You take a deep breath, receive, and then you release. It's like, it's natural. We've been taught, especially as women, just like give, give, release, 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 release. And then we're just this depleted thing. And then next thing you know, we're like all these sensitive women moving through life that are like, I'm afraid to even let my gifts go because I don't have the energy for it. That's not because you're sensitive. It's because you haven't had the boundaries. I know because I was that woman. So we learn how to say no. We learn to go at our own pace. We learn like that's no more. Self-honoring. But first we have to look at all the ways we unconsciously self-abandon. And we reclaim, 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 plug back into our power and things shift big time. So the next one is tending to the wounds. We all have tender parts. We all have tender parts. And one of the most beautiful thing about us in business, moving back into the space of, you know, like femininity is that we can talk about that. Like back when we had to do business like men, which sucks for all of us. And luckily like it's shifted a lot. But I remember when I worked in finance and I would go to work and they're like, three things you don't talk about, religion, money, and how, you, how you're really feeling. Like, you don't talk about that. You save that. Tell your friend. Don't, don't talk about that. How, how we feel is important. And we have to understand the way that our wounds come up and speak to us. Our feeling is not the ultimate because we can change how we feel. I could tell you something like, you just want a million dollars. Your feeling is going to change. I could tell you so-and-so just said this about you. That could change your feeling depending on how in your authority you are. But this, this way that you feel, it matters. And more than that, like knowing how your wounds 
make you feel? Your sisterhood wounds, your motherhood wounds, your father wounds. How do these make you react? Do you have a father wound that makes you get attached to any man that shows you attention? Do you have a mother wound that makes you feel like you want to just like get rid of feminine authority? Do you have sisterhood wounds that make you feel like you really can't have intimacy and trust in deep, loving relationships with other women? And how is this impacting your business? How is this impacting your relationships? Who are you in relationship with because of this? We have to know our wounds and how they make us move through life. Because if we're unaware, we're walking through life with these wounds and it hurts. And sometimes we don't know how to tend to them. They are making us have these little kinks where like maybe you would reach your arms out to everyone and be like, I love you so much. I'm willing to let you in. I'm willing to play this game with you. But because you have these wounds, you're like, actually, it hurts from last time. I'm not going to let you in. Actually, I don't trust women. Actually, I, I have this competitive nature where like I really can't fully celebrate you. I see you win, but when I see you win, I feel like, where's my turn? Like, these are all part of your wounding. And if we don't get to understand your truest nature, it creates these blocks of your own blessings. You can't let all of your blessings fully in. So we got to know our wounds. And I, I, when I deep dive into these, I'm going to share more of my wounds and what they look like. But I'll tell you, they had me dating emotionally unavailable men. They had me like receiving these little breadcrumbs of like care as like love and like appreciation and looking out at other people's situations like I would like to have that. But I thought that was for women like them, not for women like me. And I realized that that is not it. It's just that I was the being I was being the woman that was a match for that. I was being the woman that was tolerant of that. I was being the woman that thought that was what was. Same thing with my rates. Same thing with how I was with women. There was amazing women in my world that were inviting me to trips and things like this. And I was just like, I didn't allow it. I had all these feelings. I'd rather be familiar. And I thought it was my intuition, but back to discernment, it wasn't. It was like this wounding that I recognized. So there's so much there tending to the wound. So the next thing is the advocate the advocate. And this comes up so big as it pertains to business. This is big when negotiating contracts. This is big with where you live. It's big when you go out to dinner. It's big when you're in um, groups or situations. Like, are you truly the highest advocate for yourself? And do you recognize that you are the advocate? You actually don't really have another advocate. There's people that can advocate for you in times and spaces, but no one is you. So, one of the codes of a self-led woman is being the highest advocate at all times. And to do this, you have to have so much self-importance and you have to understand who you really are and what you deserve. And you have to show up like this without fail. I can tell you over just like days, I look at all the times I'm the advocate. I'm not going to bend for something that doesn't feel true for me. And you have to think about what it means to be really an advocate. And this is also multidimensional because there's all kinds of ways you can be an advocate from how your orgasm is going to go to advocating when you're at the store, to advocating when you're about to sign a client, to advocating when you're creating a new business. All of these things require you to be an advocate. And finally, honoring the queendom. Like we are the everything to ourselves. You may have found that you're orbiting around everyone else's life. And you know what? If we look at the mass majority of people on this planet, they are. They're caught up in what other people are doing. People that have lives that they actually deeply dream of having, but they haven't allowed themselves to deeply allow the desire in and to be the person that holds it. So there's people that are just orbiting around other people's lives. They're not self-led. They're followers. And... This is not my judgment. It's just, it's the energetic of it. It's like, well, I'm just going to kind of go unconsciously through life because it feels hard for me to do something different. I'm not going to make this big change because it feels hard for me to make that change. And this is where we have this suffering in our life because there's so many places where, and I really call this Band-Aid behavior, and we're going to go into this even more, but there's so many places where there's been like people, dynamics, situations that set up little shit shows in your queendom and you've just allowed them to be there. You've allowed them. And you think, well, 
That's just, it's just what it is. That's what it is. No, it's not. It's not. And you get to decide that it's not how it goes. But you have to get this, like, this fine-tuning of knowing that, first, you are the sun, and the people in your world orbit around you. You may orbit around other people in a loving, aware, conscious way. But, like, you have to hold that. Like, people can orbit around you. You have a pace. You have a rhythm. You are important. And we need this. There's so many women where our self-importance just isn't high enough. And it shows in so many ways. And we get to lovingly just like lay out the lay of the land and ask like, wow, what do I want this to really be like? We get to decide. And it may feel like it's an external thing. It may feel like it's external. It may feel like, well, this person's doing that, so how can I control it? I try to sell things for this price, but nobody buys them. It's like you, you do these things, and it seems external, but I promise you, it is not external. Every time I've had the shift, when I realized I'm the lock and the key, and I do the work, and I, and I deepen into it, there's a new wave. There's a new wave. There's a new experience. And we have to be okay with life's mystery, the art of letting go. We have to be okay with it, because if we're not, we just are not willing to let everything truly dismantle for the new to emerge. So we have these codes and what I really call these, they're personal power codes, but these truly are the dynamic, the alchemy, the recipe to living in your soul authority. If you've been in my world, you've known about this. I used to have a program called Soul Authority way back. It was totally different. I would say Soul Authority back then was almost like Miracle Worker Method. I was taking people on a spiritual deep dive. But right now, what is really important to me and just looking and being with the women in my community is like, we have to move into a higher realm of personal power. Trying to manifest a thing, hoping and praying for the thing, sitting in this energy where it's like, your personal power is not plugged in. I can't afford that. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to get over there. I don't know if this is going to work. Personal power is like unplugged and you've walked away. Personal power is knowing that you are an infinite creator and that you are a soul with a body. And having a discernment to live from the soul. Not living with your eyes on the ground at everything that's here. Like, this is who I am. This is who I will be. This is what I can afford. This is what I can have. This is, this is how people relate to me. Not only if you say so. You have to have the stamina, the willingness to show up and decide that you are going to live in this authority. And when you live in this authority, there's like a, just a, things change. People feel it. Everything shifts. And that, like I said, there's going to be people that feel like, well, I need this, but they're not in the true desire for it. They're not really in the space where they're like at that time and space and season to have the shift, to do the work that it takes, to be willing to hold the mirror up and say, let me look at this and let me get to the other side of this. But if you're someone that's like, that's me right now, that's, that's my season and there's nothing wrong if it's not. It's just that we all have our like divine timing with these things when we're like, it's, I'm not only gonna think about it, like I'm ready to like walk with you in this. So my new live, it's a live five week intensive. This is a live intensive because here's why. There's multiple sessions every week. I love the momentum of dropping in and the momentum of like having multiple sessions and being live and dropping into these codes. We're gonna drop into all of these codes and then there is also a Q&A so we can drop into mentorship. Because I'll tell you right now, there's gonna be things that are coming up for you around the victim thread. There's gonna be things that are coming up around self-abandonment. There's gonna be relationships. There's gonna be dynamics. There's gonna be ways that you charge for your programs and the way that you're doing your business. All these things are gonna be like flashing red flag neon lights as we move through this program. And this program is called Soul Authority. It is these personal power codes of self-led women. You know, in this program, we're deepening into all of this. And it's like, it's just time. It's, it's Leo season, which excites me. I'm Leo rising. But it's, it's this energy of like we're moving into the end of the year. And it's time for those of us that feel like it's time. So I want to invite you. We'll share the thing. We'll share the, the site. It's, um, 
it's a program that I'm asking women only if you desire it and only if you're really ready to embody a higher realm of personal power. A higher realm of personal power can shake things up. You might love it. It might scare you. It just depends. The investment for this is something that is exciting because it's an investment exchange you make for yourself that's like, I'm a woman that does these things. I also want to share that it's part of the miracle realm. So all of my people that are in the miracle realm, this is part of it. It's not a digital course. Perhaps perhaps I will release it as a digital course down the, down the line. I don't know. But for right now, I feel called to teach it live. The transmissions are going to be tapped in. They're going to be juicy. They're going to be potent. And really allowing whatever needs to be channeled through on each of these codes to be channeled through. We have the community. We have the sisterhood. And it's going to be five weeks of just dropping in the time. There is no set time for these calls. I mean, it's set, but there's, there's different times. Because what I want is for the women that feel like they're meant to be a part of this, to get over the story of, can I be there? When we're really tapping into this personal power, it's like, I'll be there. If there's one I missed because I have to catch the replay, that's fine. But like the self-led woman is like, I'm leading myself into this because I don't want to wait for this for next year. I want it for now. So for those of you that feel called, explore it. I want to thank you for joining me to hear about these codes. I'm so excited to drop in and teach them. I can just feel, and I'm curious, like you can let me know in the comments, which code are you feel like is your work right now? Like what code is it like, I'm trying to crack that code. I need to crack that code. When I crack that code, it's going to unlock something for me. When I crack that code, I know it's going to expand my business. When I crack that code, I know it's going to change the dynamic with my lover. When I crack that code, I know it's going to shift the relationship with my children. We get to tune into that. All right, friends, blessings, blessings, blessings. And I will see you all next time. Bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. It's time for you to shine your light and let your heart be felt by those around you. I don't want you to forget that you are a miracle. If this episode inspired you, please share with someone you love. One simple share can open up a brand new world for someone and you hold the power to spark that. If you haven't already done so, I'd love to have your review on this podcast. Your reviews and ratings of this show mean the world to me. Take a moment to leave your review on iTunes and send a screenshot to my team at support at NicoleSylvester.com and we'll send you a gift of gratitude. Until next time, tune into your miraculous nature and lead with your heart. You are needed.